I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, friends. I have uh, brought back John Acuff. To uh, have a little John and Dave time here on a Friday during the launch week. Thought who better to uh, chat it up with to end our week on a high note than the one and the only Mr. John Acuff. Let me see if he uh, is here. Please rise. Remove your hats and welcome the handsomest Acuff I've ever met. Mr. John Acuff, though. Brought me back. I wonder where I've been. Like I almost said by popular demand, and then I, I, to be honest, I'm not sure that they've asked for this, and yet you here we are. You know it's true. You know it's true. <laughs> I, we've talked about that. Like, we've talked about that. We got How are you, handsome? Place. I'm good. I'm good. Look what I have. What? What right here? Look at that. Let's hey, go. I'm curious, which is your favorite page? I mean, there's a page at the very end where we're in the bedroom, and it's like us doing the final toast. And it just like, because we've had like, yeah, that one right there. Like we've had so many stinking good memories doing those tea times, whether we recorded them or not. Like we just, we we did them all the time. And so it's one of these weird things where as you get older, Jackson's now 15. I'm very present to this reality that I only have a limited number of days left before that guy is off to college. And so for this, it's like, that was like a window of life. And as much as we still have tea, we don't have tea as often as we did. There's gonna be a time in my life where I look back and I'm just like, gosh, I was so lucky that we had that thing yeah. and that it was memorialized in the book and that we have the videos. Totally. It's just a living archive, you know? Totally, yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think you're 100% right. And it is interesting to have both, you got a 15 year old and Noah's five, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big scale. That's a big scale. She's five so, going on 15. Let's be clear. But yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah five. I mean, yeah. like, you're right. You've got like, it feels like an hour left with your son. And then it's like, oh, because it goes like, it doesn't go fast begin- at the beginning. I always say never tell a toddler mom that childhood goes by quickly because toddler no. days are 90 hours long. Like no. toddler days never end. And you look at, especially with daylight savings, which sucks as a parent, you look up at your watch and you're like, <laughs> it has to be 10 o'clock and it's like 3.30. And you're like, no. nice day. But dude, your son's days are going fast. So They're going fast. And that. here's the weird thing, because you know this, your daughters are already past this point. But like, you know, Jackson's 15, Sawyer's 14. And the difference between 12 and 13 and 14, 15 is a big yeah. thing because yeah. bedroom doors started closing. 
They're, you know, more interested in their friends than they are in hanging out in yeah. uh, the living room. I know he smokes a lot. That's yeah, two packs a day now, which yeah, is Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Marlboro Red man. He, he doesn't like... care about the research. The research, <laughs> oh, yeah. man. The D.A.R.E. program didn't work for him. We were no. hopeful. <laughs> it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Something hey, weird is happening here, John, real quick. And if I, if I can say it, because I am taking in new things that happen in Texas weather all the time. On Friday night, last Friday night, last Friday night, um, yeah. I'm sitting here on this back patio and a thunderstorm was like trying to buzz the tower in uh, just right over here on the back patio. Never seen anything like it. Today, went to the gym. Well, I, I ran first. I ran, it was 77 degrees outside when I was running before yep. I go to the gym. Come out of the gym, it's 68. Right now it's like 54. There's yeah. like a cold front coming in, and I don't understand what's happening. I'm nervous that uh, we need to build an arc or something. I don't know. Yeah, this is. I think it's going to be 44 tomorrow in Nashville. So I think yeah. every, at least in our part of the country, everybody's like, "Oh, what is this winter now?" I I don't know. I don't. I the low tonight is 36 degrees in Dripping Springs, Texas. Coming off of a 78 degree afternoon, that seems weird. Yeah, but that's exciting because people in Texas love to wear their coats. Like oh. they love when they're able to go, oh, it's down coat season. Like, oh. especially people in Florida have been waiting all year to put Uggs on. And they're like, <laughs> this is the afternoon where I get to wear Uggs. This is why I have them. Like, winter's so, here. Winter's here. So like, it does get cold in Texas. I don't know about, but you're outside of Austin, right? It's dripping yeah. springs outside of Austin. It's like 40, 44, 45 minutes as the crow flies. Okay, that's pretty far. You fly out of Austin or do you use a different airport? You got to fly out of Austin. I flew out of San Antonio last week for uh, a canceled yeah. flight. It's about an hour and a half, but yeah, forty-five yeah, minutes. No, you got to you got to do Austin. Austin's yeah. airport food is top-notch too. By the way, really? they actually have yeah. Oh, the Austin airport food. Yeah, yeah. They've got a they've got a, 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 a what's it called? Something lick. It's a it's a barbecue. Salt joint. lick. Salt lick. Salt lick. Totally. Yeah, Salt I've lick. been there. So my other thing that surprised me about this was how many swears, a lot of profanity um, in this. You know what? Was that we went blue. We, trying to make people laugh, sometimes you got to go blue with the humor. And, <laughs> and you know what? It was Noah's call. So what am I going to do? So what was your favorite part of doing this? Like, was like was it the illustrations? Like picking out the illustrations? Was it like seeing Noah's reaction to the first time she held the book? Like, For, well, what was the thing that was like? Well, hands down, just getting to do something with one of your kids is the best yeah. part. Like, mm -hmm. she has been, I was hoping that she'd be as excited as she's been. She's been more excited than I could have expected. But her seeing the book for the first time is, like, one of the greatest moments uh, that I've awesome. got to experience with her. Because it was this, like, wow, we've been talking about this and working on this. And now you're holding this thing that we've been working on. Yeah. But also, I think there's just something so neat to be able to see yourself represented on the cover of a book. And yeah. the idea that this thing that we've been doing in a room is now a thing that other people get to experience themselves. But um, I know when we first, like when we first were getting some of the early sketches of what was going to be turned into these beautiful illustrations, that was a pretty cool thing because I think there was also this ability for us to talk about a process, which is, you know, part of what's inside the book is the process of you start and yeah. then you fail and then you learn, you got to keep going and all the rest. But um, I mean, this has been, it's been a long time in the works. Yeah. So we, we started showing, you know, little sketch drawings to her. She was still three. <laughs> That's crazy. crazy dude. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. She, that, to think about how, how much has changed. And I love that she signed my copy. 
So if anybody's at home, um, hers is the bottom. It'd be super weird if hers is the top. <laughs> like, what if Noah, what if that was Noah's autograph and this is what Dave's rolling with right now? We were signing them next to each other. And so she was being very deliberate at the beginning, right? She'd do an N and an O and an A and H. Yeah. And then I do the, the squiggle sick. And she, over time, started doing it faster because, yeah. well, if daddy can do it, I want to do it too. By the way, um, we have been giving away every day, the 10 days leading into the launch and then the 10 days after the launch, uh, 10 days, the week, whatever it is, we're giving away a book a day. So if you bought a book, if you go to here's to your dreams.com, just make sure you follow the prompts. You're automatically entered to uh, have one of these signed books from Noah sent, sent right to your house. It's the best. It's the best. My yeah. uh, youngest daughter was like, I think Noah might have better handwriting than me. She said that to me yesterday. Um, <laughs> Cause I was showing, I was showing her the book. Yeah. I think it, I think it's fantastic. I really do. Um, it's the illustrations are great. The story is really fun. Are you guys already planning another one? Like, is there already like, Noah's like, let's get this into an empire already? Or are you just like playing it by ear? I mean, here's the thing. We have had so many cool conversations about so many individual topics that it would be the coolest thing in the entire world to be able to make more books, teaching other aspects of personal development to five to eight-year-old human beings. And also, I'm just going to focus on maintaining sanity during launch week before we get too far ahead of ourselves. But I mean... Yeah. I'd be lying if when we put a Tea Time from Noah book on the cover that it wasn't the hope that, hey, if this connects and people love it and they're like, we want more, like, cool, totally. then it would be so great to be able to have, you know, another one come. But we have not had that conversation yet. Do you feel like how have you repaired your relationship with your other non-author kids um, <laughs> that don't have books? I mean, because like, I don't. I'm not trying to be a counselor because I'm not even trained, but I went to my counselor yesterday, so I got a little bit of the vibe. Like I know. A little bit of, like, counselor residue. Have you had to say to them, I still love you, you're neat too, um, like, someday you'll do something good? Like, have any of those phrases been said in the last, last week or so? I have to say it all the time. For anything <laughs> I do, for any one of them, at all times. Yeah. But, um, I mean, one... I was intentional in making sure that we had one of these, like they're at the beginning of the book, Noah is trying to figure out what her dream is. And so she yeah. kind of dabbles in, I'll go to the zoo, I'll play an instrument, I'll play a sport. And in the sport, her three brothers are captured in the book ah. so that they can feel good about at least being a part of uh, the, the book itself. But That was uh, close, dude. That was real close. I they're, know. They do, but I, they're like extras. They're like, don't tell them I use the word extra. Why, why, would, why would you add fuel to the fire, man? You don't need so this. They're not going to watch this. They're not going to watch this. Uh, but I, no, but it's funny because Ford her. and I, Ford and I have been doing um, this thing called Ford for Thought, where he's just a deep thinker, throw a topic book. out, book. grab a microphone, let's chat it up. You know, he's 10, but he has this mind that thinks of super deep concepts. Yeah. And uh, he came into my room yesterday after I was telling him about um, something related to here's to your dreams. And he's like, so dad, what are you thinking about the Ford for thought book? And I was like, okay, well, let's. Yeah, I let's... think that too. That kid's a hustler. Let's go. I want a yeah. whole Hollis shelf, like you, like a whole Hollis shelf. Cause I, I just don't want Noah to throw her weight around. I don't want her to be like, excuse me. As an author, I understand this issue better than most. Like it's gonna like if she was eleven, she would be telling her brothers, oh, "I'm sorry, is your book 
Like, is your book in the house? I don't see your book anywhere. Like that's- so You know what's great? Think- what's crazy is she is so confident. She is so like strong-willed. I think she has a good sense of self. I think, you know, both her mom and I, you know, have a huge influence obviously in that, but there's just like, sure. she just has it. It's in her bones. And also, there are plenty of phone calls that come from the school about her flexing her strength, like her <laughs> unwillingness to yeah, kind of yeah. back down when someone has, you know, challenged her. And it's actually created some really interesting conversations between Rachel and I of like, you want to be able to, of course, not have the kid in school who's a problem. And also, you don't want to put the fire out in someone yeah. who at an early age is already kind of like connected to their own strength. And so it's a fun dance. God bless it. Like, it is, yeah. I was, that's the word I was thinking of. It is, it is a dance. Like, yeah. that's the tension is. But you also don't want to like, because the tension is like, you want to increase their confidence, but also not have them be auditioning on American Idol and finding out in that moment they suck. Like, no. so there's, that's the, like, that's not a kind parent. It's not a kind parent. Like, no. But there's also that, like, I don't want to throw water on the fire, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, well, this is also just like uh, managing some respect of human space, you know, like just sure. because someone's doing something that uh, you may not like. We're not living in Burger King. You can't have it your way all the time. You may have to just <laughs> that's uh, funny. create a little that's space. Funny. And that's yeah, okay. That's funny. Hey, another question. Is this actually your dog in the book? Yeah, that's Jeffrey, the mini schnauzer. The uh, mini schnauz. I didn't know that. That's oh, great. Yeah. It was like a little Easter egg. I think he's on, I think he's almost in every single drawing. It's it's not Waldo, because, you know, you can find him with his eyebrows almost anywhere. But uh, yeah, the, the mini schnauz is in there. Do you think he knows he's in a book? Like, has said, do you think he has any idea? Have you he, shown him? Be he's been a, he's been a little him? less, a little less grumpy lately. Like, I mean, I've shown him. I tried to let him see it. He furrowed his brow, which is normal. <laughs> oh, come on. But... That's funny. No, he's he's a he's a good dog. He's uh, I love he's it. very schnauzerian. I I love it. I think it's really fun. The how did you find the illustrator? Because the illustrations it, are great. Some illustrations suck. Yeah, this was a process that through the publisher they went out and because it's it's published by Tommy Nelson, which is a part of Harper uh, Harper Collins, and they just have a relationship inside of this kids division with a bunch of different illustrators. We sat down and had a conversation around the kind of things that were, you know, uh, most resonant in the storytelling that Noah and I do at night when we're doing bedtime. And so I picked a couple of the books that I liked the most and was like, I like these kind of books with these kind of caricatured, you know, drawings. And then they went and found, oh, well, we've got these three different people who kind of do things that are adjacent to the style that you guys like when you're reading books at night. And so then they sent over samples and there was one, the one that we used, Arif is just like, he, he just killed it. And so it was like, oh, okay, this is the person. And then it again became this iterative process where it was like, okay, I'm gonna sketch out a little picture of you and uh, sketch out a little picture of Noah. Noah looked perfect and cute in every picture. Yeah. I, I was aging and looked more terrible in every picture. It didn't matter, it's happening in real life, but I, it was easy. I think it was- he made your vest smaller and smaller in each picture. That's what? what I know, like you're a little- I'm less- getting in better shape, John, through the story, you son of a gun. Hey, I, but dude, this page is awesome too, because he switches up the style a little bit. Right? Like she's dreaming. Like yeah. that was, I was like, oh, like- What's dude, crazy he is he said that that was great. his favorite drawing too, because of the, like the license to be able to show, oh, when I'm dream when she's dreaming, it looks different than what it no. might look like in real life. 
Yeah, it's it's good. So do you feel less pressure around a book launch when it's a kid's book? More pressure, similar pressure? Like, um, I mean, I learned a lot through my last book launch. And so I'm trying to apply. Yeah, there's an understatement. What's understatement. Yeah, no, I mean, like, to be honest, like, I want to do the very best to make the publishers proud. Like, they've invested in me, and they've spent time with their team, and I want to make sure that I do every single thing I can to support their confidence in me and the book. And also, um, I, I've tried to just make this fun, because yeah. it's a fun freaking book. And so, um, I mean, I got up this morning, <laughs> and Noah, the first thing that she did was ask, well, do we have another winner for the signed book? Like, she's very, very into the idea, right? Like, we went to dinner right, right around when I did the fitness competition. We went to dinner, and somebody noticed us. We were in Arizona at the time and said, hey, I pre-ordered the book. And she came, and I wasn't in the circle when this person walked up first because uh, Noah was standing with Heidi. And Noah came running to me and said, someone in this restaurant has our book. And there was just this like uh, beaming pride yeah. of like another person, a stranger that, you know, walked into this restaurant while we're in Arizona, not in Texas, letting her know, man, I'm excited to read that thing that you guys created and sent like from the beginning, there's just been this like this pride. And so we recorded a little video this morning, like, congratulations, Pam, you are the winner of this signed book. Oh, and so when fun. she's signing that book, she's signing it for freaking yeah. Pam. It's so like, it's, it's just so cool. That's awesome. That's what a fun moment for Noah to yeah. have that in such a, in a project she cares so much about. That's, yeah. that's super fun. I want to, there's two things I want to do. One, encourage people go write uh, Amazon reviews. That's always helpful. So if you've Thank read you. the book, you've enjoyed the book, like those matter. It's one of, there's very few ways to tell if you're going to like a book quickly on Amazon. And one of them is Amazon reviews from other people. So if you've read the book, go write a review. It's awkward if you are the author to ask for those. So I am asking on behalf of Dave. He didn't ask me to John. do that. He didn't ask me to do that. I didn't. Um, but it's helpful. It's super it's helpful. It's so helpful. Reviews. Thank you. It's so kind. Express what you liked about it. It helps other people. There's a mom or dad or kid out there who go, oh, that's really helpful. That helps me. Um, that's the first thing I want to do. The second thing I want to do is I want to, I don't want to brush past fitness competition. Like that's a phrase. So like my first question is in this restaurant, you just described this moment. Did you have your shirt off at that dinner? <laughs> is that, is that prop? Maybe. Did you have your no, shirt off? I didn't have my shirt off. The fact <laughs> that like during the weekend of the fitness competition, there were story slides of my nipples online just is terrifying to me. Like, dude, I, I need to tell you something that I've never told you before. Um, my social media guy is always like, Dave Hollis gets a lot of views on his videos. I think you need to run without your shirt on. I'm always like, I'm not doing it. It's not, come on, John. It's not, dude, it's not. He, Give the he people what they want. He mentions that all the time. Like, Hollis is out here, dude. Hollis is out here. I'm like, just stop it. He says that to me. All so I just need you to know other people are like, it's working. But dude, I thought the fitness competition was a brave thing to do. Like we're talking like, it's brave to write a book. It's not easy to write a book because it exposes you to people who don't like books or you or joy. Like there's people out there right now that hate joy. And you're like, but why do you hate it? It makes your life better. And they're like, I hate everything. Yeah. I, and the joke I always do is like when I was a copywriter at Home Depot in their advertising department, 
no one ever wrote a one-star review about me. There wasn't a single person that was like, no, John, su John sucks at sitting in his cubicle. Like, but if you step out with any dream, any goal, any hope that's beyond normal, just that's the price of ambition. So it's brave to write a book, but it was also brave to do the fitness competition challenge thing. What was the best part of that? So I, number one, I will say there's, there's a blessing in not knowing the intricacies of what you have signed up for when you sign up for it. Yeah. Because if I had known the work it was going to take and the consistency it was going to take and the feelings that I was going to have and the insecurity and fear and the, you know, all of it, I probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. So I did it not totally realizing what it was, but yeah. the thing that was the best, because to be honest too, I, I told people I was doing it and then I didn't talk about it until the weekend when it was happening. And I didn't, because I'll be honest at the beginning, I was like, man, what if I don't get there and have pride for my effort? What if I didn't stick to it? What if all the what ifs? And the thing that was the best about the entire thing, especially for someone, right? Like I've had addiction stuff in my life. There is something inside of the consistency that comes in having some guardrails around what you need to do to get a certain result. And having committed myself to something having seen then the cause and effect relationship between doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it, it created pride and dignity and respect for myself for having shot a pretty big shot with an audacious goal. Sure. And then sticking to it, even on the days where I, you know, was having a hard day, still stuck to it. On the days when I was busy, still stuck to it. On the days when I didn't know if I could actually get there, still stuck to it. And so as a vehicle for, you know, building confidence, maybe even more than confidence, building self-respect and building some dignity for um, just having been really consistent. Um, it's great. And I'll tell you, like, I got off stage and I, and number one, I got to the event and it was the most humbling thing to walk backstage and see all of these people who, let's be clear, it's not, it, it, I, I thought it was about having a better body. It had nothing to do with my body. My body is, in fact, in a different shape than it was when I started the journey. But it was all about, for me, this transformation of mine. But you can't help but, as a human being, notice where your body stacks up relative to the other bodies that are competing in your yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the biggest thing, you know, like when I got there was I had to kind of almost keep saying out loud, you're competing against yourself. You are not competing against any of these people in part because um, I was reminded as I'm standing in line with these people that I was at that point six months into training inside of this competition space. The guy in front of me was five years and six months in. The guy in front of him was seven years in. And so they didn't call out who got last place. I'm pretty sure I got last place in my heat, but I wasn't doing it for where I would place. I was doing it for how I'd feel yeah. about myself for the work and the progress and whatever else. But there was something really beautiful about recognizing, like it's your line, like give yourself permission to suck at something new. Like mm -hmm. there was something so beautiful about knowing that I had done more work and, and was more consistent and more disciplined and all the things and that my very best effort was still only good 
for last place because other people had been doing that same level of work for years longer than me. And instead of it being defeating, it actually, for me, it was very encouraging. It was very motivating. I was like, oh, well, what would it mean if I were to take this now new threshold or foundation that I'm standing on and apply some similar discipline and consistency to the next six months? So I like, I came off stage, number one, I came off stage and I cried because I was nervous that I had, uh, to be honest, I went to my trainer, I was like, did I make you proud? Which is a strange thing to say to a muscle, muscly man, but I was nervous that I'd embarrassed myself for not having mm-hmm. been as far along in my journey. And he's like, what are you talking about, man? You crushed it, it was so good, great, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, we gotta find the next one for me to do, you know, five or six months from now, because now that I've been through it, like you can read about what this is gonna be like, you can have someone tell you what it's gonna be like, but until you go through it, you have no idea what it's like. Or oh what- yeah could have been done differently to have even been more proud of yourself or had an even better result. And I'm like, man, now I know what I could have never known unless I went through it. Let us go, let's go. Like, I wanna go, I wanna do this and see what's possible now that I know what it would take. So it was great. I love it. Such a cool experience. Two big things, you did that. And then this is the new thing, Dave. I hope everybody goes and buys it today. And if you already bought it, go review it because reviews are helpful. Um, review it, review it, review it. Love doing these. Love I love you, man. What, a, what a nice yesterday. thing to do. Talk to you yesterday. So we'll, uh, I think we're hanging out in Nashville at some point. So I'm coming to town, brother, whether that. you like yeah. it or not. I'm coming exactly. to town. Come in from Dripping Springs. So taking I you up wait. on your generous offer. Love you, brother. I can't wait. Love you, buddy. All right. Yeah. Have a good weekend, everybody.